Get ready for the most heartwarming wedding podcast experience you've ever encountered. Picture this, the enchanting world of Scottish weddings come alive right in your ears. We've gathered a star-studded cast of guests to sweep you off your feet. We're talking about dreamy grooms who go above and beyond in their wedding planning escapades, conjuring up the perfect elopements that will make your heart skip a beat. And oh, the bridal designers we'll introduce you to. We're here to hold your hand and keep you on track with your very own wedding checklist. Because lovebirds, timing is everything. Welcome to Let's Talk Weddings with your Scottish wedding. Lights, camera, and wedding magic. Welcome back to Let's Talk Weddings with Your Scottish Wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Take two. (laughs) So we are back in the writer's room with Katie and Jen, and we're looking at our January 2024 issue. So we've started the year off with a bang. I've got to say, Katie, the front cover looks rather elegant. I am so thrilled with this front. I... I think I've heard the word elevated this issue. I've just had so much good reaction and uh, so many people are just thinking, wow, you've knocked it out of the park with this one. Um, this is taken from a styled shoot at Trump Turnbury Resort. Um, we were approached to say we'd really love to partner with you on this one. Um, but it's just stunning. I love the sort of 90s throwback of the styling with the hair and the makeup. I've written it in my behind the scenes piece on this feature. It makes me think of Linda Evangelista and all the supers from the 90s. I just love the styling of it. And obviously, you know, you're bringing in Georgiana, who you can just expect flowers to be spilling over the tables. Um, Flowers everywhere. It was a stunning, stunning shoot for us to be working with and uh, all the dresses are being provided by Opus Couture down in West Bride as well so yeah I'm so so thrilled that we've got this on the front cover of this issue. Jo, now that you say that she does make me think of the dancers in Man I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain the music video. She does actually. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh yeah, and that isn't that inspired by um, the Robert Palmer video, "Addicted to Love." Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and they've got their hair all slicked back, don't they, as well? Mm. But yeah, but I agree with Katie. I definitely see the like the supers in this, and also this model is is Scottish as well, which is wonderful. I know, but really making her scene on the international, making a name on the international scene as well. Absolutely. Yeah, it was. I'm just beyond thrilled with this one and I think you know it's not just a front cover we've done an extended shoot with it too so we've really got to showcase it um and uh and it's it's just worked so well so anyone listening um that has been with us for a while will already know the format of the magazine so what I want to do today is actually just dive straight into your favorite parts so Jen Katie who wants to go first (laughs) Well, I said at the very top of this, I am beyond excited by our shoots this issue, actually. I made it along for part of the day to our shoot at Virgin Hotels, Edinburgh, and that was just a lot of fun. That was the bride and groom shoot, and uh, I would urge anybody to go and jump on our social media and see the little video that we put together with Chris, our model groom. Very much decided. I don't know if anyone's seen the Daniel Craig Belvedere vodka advert. If you haven't, you need to go and watch it now. And we just decided <laughs> to have a little bit of fun. And Chris, thank goodness, was up for it. So he is dancing around this um hotel. He's up and down the stairs. He's swinging his a bow tie along, and it was just so much fun to to shoot that. So. And I'm so thrilled with that. We've, of course, got in our brilliant suppliers, as usual. So many amazing dresses. And I'm having a real moment for tartan trues right now. I love the yeah. tartan trues, the velvet waistcoat, which is something that I've also chosen. I've been having a bit of fun this week, too, um, writing a feature just for online for the website all about if Saltburn were to style your wedding which character would you be and uh, of course for anyone who's seen it I decided Farley just had to be in those tartan trees and velvet with uh, velvet jackets so so yeah absolutely working across um magazine and website and just taking snippets of inspiration from that but the other shoot that I worked on and I was on right from the beginning of it was up at Clooney Castle. And we're calling it the shoot that nearly didn't happen because it was the day before um, Storm Babbitt hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You were traveling up just before that, weren't you? We were there. Come, it was on the way. It was on the way. <laughs> it was on the way. But I think, I don't know, I think I'd been head down in shoot organization and I'd been in a complete blip and arrived back home as my neighbour was saying, oh, yeah, the schools are shut tomorrow, and had just not realised that this storm that was coming in was going to be so huge. So we were just Mm -hmm. saying all the suppliers, yes, uh, the day after, thank goodness we got this in beforehand. So we pretty much took over Cleaning Castle up in Aberdeenshire, and the tenants' hall there is the real reception area, um, and we just... I've never seen so many flowers in one place. It was just so much fun to work on. We had two talented florists involved in this one. Um, and then we had three amazing cake suppliers came up with their cakes for it. And it was just fabulous. We created three different looks, um, which I'd urge everyone to go and take a wee look at. We were also in the chapel of Queenie Castle. So that was a real strong terracotta look so we went for an all white look with 
beautiful suspended arrangements um and these fabulous cakes like so many iridescent pearls and different like dried flowers involved um and then a peacock chair too that was we ended <laughs> up putting one of the cakes on and it was yeah a total inspiration for for your wedding just shows you how big you can go with flowers like the jordana flowers in the front cover shoot so yeah that was amazing to work on and i'm very very proud of that one yeah that one looked great didn't it too 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 good to eat almost i know <laughs> feels so bad coming into those cakes yeah because some of them are, are are made from icing aren't they some of the flowers most of the flowers actually you look at them and just looking at the detail on them they were like the stamens everything down um just so accurate and like mm-hmm. so gorgeous yeah you wouldn't want to eat them no just want to stare at them <laughs> so yes shoots have been my real favorite favorite thing this issue and uh just so so pleased with how they've all worked out and they are stunning like, i'm just scrolling through here and seeing all of them and it's just it's astounding it really does feel different this issue somehow i can't put my finger on exactly what it is but there's just something very different about the issue that feels fabulous not that the others aren't they're all fabulous but this one really does feel like it's they use the word elevated earlier and it really does feel like that doesn't it i think we've worked with some amazing suppliers and just it's very exciting you can put down all the mood boards you want and uh, put across your ideas but when you see that everyone else is on the same page too Mm. and it all comes together it's it's very exciting how about you, Jen? What was your favourite? Well, I have two. I always, my favourite is always when I get to write about the real weddings because I just love hearing from the couples about all their inspiration. Um, and also this issue, I got to write about couples who decide to have sort of members of their family as key roles in their wedding. So mums as bridesmaids or maids of honor or dad as the best man so those are my two favorites and I like the, the real life wedding in particular I was very privileged to write about somebody's wedding who I went to school with Wow! so I've known this person for a long time and we've not always kept in touch over the years but we were quite good friends at school and just by sh- sheer coincidence it was one of um it was their questionnaire that I was given to edit and it turns out I was like I, I know this person so <laughs> it's been absolutely wonderful that was Sarah and Stuart who got married at Fingask Castle um in October 2022 and it was absolutely wonderful just to hear about their ups and downs trying to get it planned because they had to postpone it twice I think due to Covid and also due to having a baby wow. <laughs> as well and it meant that their son was able to be at the wedding. And I just love, you know, these how life can twist and turn and people just pick it up and run with it. And it just keeps changing. But they had the best day. And if you're, if anyone needs, well, everyone needs to look at the shoes Sally yeah. wore because she got her <laughs> husband-to-be's face put on them. 
That's amazing. And they, they are so funny, but they are just so her because it's just humor and, the, you know, the kind of couple they are. They just love fun and adventure. And I just thought that was absolutely hilarious. And they had a games arcade for their like after reception and entertainment as well so it just sounded like an absolutely fabulous day and obviously a beautiful beautiful setting and in I love that they branded that as well with her surname being Coleman and his being Squire they're apparently known as the Squiremans to their yeah friends. they've <laughs> kind of merged their names together and they're the Squiremans mm-hmm. and um and and they've got um she's got Squireman adventures engraved on her ring because they like to go on adventures so that's what it's called um the piece so that was a great one and I got to work on some really lovely real life ones this issue but the other one was was the mums um she's the one which is was a real privilege to work on because I got to speak to some couples about you know how they got somebody involved that you know, normally you wouldn't think, oh, a mum could be a bridesmaid or a dad could be a best man. But I think what we're finding now is that, well, why not? You know, if, mm. if they're your best friend or they're, you know, the person that you depend upon and you can rely upon, because ultimately that's what it's all about on your wedding day. You need people around you who are going to be there for you, support you, and also in the run up as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to give too much away because they're lovely stories, but just about relationships and, you know, why it was that people decided to do this. Um, and in particular, <clears throat> one um, which was really a very heart, heartfelt story um, was um, a, a girl who asked her, her gran to be her bridesmaid when her gran was... In her 80s, she's 80, she was 86 Aww. and a half when she asked her. And she'd never been a bridesmaid before. Um, and um, just such a lovely story. Um, but sadly, she passed away um, because the wedding was a couple of years ago. So just it's a beautiful and important memory for this bride to have of her grandmother being her bridesmaid on a really special day. So just kind of lovely stories and things to make you feel you know this is what it's all about isn't it this is why we do this in the first place <laughs> definitely I love that I think when I read that um because I was writing my welcome for the whole magazine once everything was pretty much together and that was one of the stories that really inspired me because I think that this issue I just thought well, hold on, we're very much concentrating on flexibility and versatility. And I think I say this every issue, but it really struck home this time all about doing your wedding your way. Who says you have to follow any rules that you have to have your three friends from school or uni being your bridesmaids? If you want your granny there to be beside you on your day, that's who you choose. And you don't need to feel dictated to by what the rules are and who you can have like I'm sure that Kieran who was one of our ID diary couples they're actually now married and I think they're speaking to you again soon Marlene um, and we're going to feature their wedding in the coming issue that we're working on but he when he asked his dad if he wanted to be best man his dad's like am I allowed to do that and he's like well I don't see why not <laughs> yeah 
That was the first thing he asked. He said, am I allowed? (laughs) I thought that was so sweet. I know. And he just said, you know, my dad's my best friend. Mm -hmm. And I I do everything with him. And he's always Mm. been there for me. So why wouldn't I want him there right beside me on the most important day of my life? Which, you know, why not? Exactly. You know, what I really liked is seeing Han and Jen's wedding yes. in the issue. So we spoke yes. to them in uh, a few episodes ago and it was really nice to kind of to, to see it as well. So we've heard the story, but it was nice to see it and visualize it as well. Yeah, we had featured their entire wedding, um, I think the issue before, mm-hmm. but then I think very much so many times we'll it's our stories or our ideas for our other features come out of the real wedding stories and I just remember at the time Han saying that they never wanted to wear bridal that would not Mm. have fitted how they felt or they wanted to to be on their wedding day um and then thinking well can I go down the traditional groomswear option um Mm. as non-binary and that very much sparked a conversation amongst us of, well, again, why wouldn't you? You yeah. do what feels right for you on the most important day. So we've got a whole feature on that about people who people who you wouldn't traditionally have thought of as the traditional groomswear, and I'm using traditional very loosely here, but <laughs> thinking everything, you know, you wear what you want to wear on your day, what's going to what's going to make you comfortable and feel like your best self on your wedding day so yeah that was that was an important feature I feel to put Mm. across this issue yeah and they look great you know all the people who've who've participated in this feature they look great in what they've chosen and that is the reason because they're wearing something that they want to wear and they look relaxed and happy and they feel good so you know it just proves why it's important Mm-hmm. to feel comfortable and happy with what you choose to wear on your wedding day which actually I'm sure is reflected in what um what our big interview um interview this issue we spoke to Matt Bailey from Freya Designer Dressmaking who actually was one of your Scottish Wedding Awards winners mm. back in November um so we had an in-depth discussion with her all about her past and how she got into designing bridal wear but she was saying that you just know by looking at someone and how they walk if they're not comfortable and Mm. ultimately they have to feel amazing in what they're going to wear on their wedding day. So she makes them go up and down an aisle in her atelier and uh, she's like, no, if they're not looking comfortable, we know we need to tweak something. The design's not quite right. That's amazing, like to have that kind of forethought to really think about things like that. And yeah, no, it's that attention to detail that's just astounding, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I will apologize to the listeners as you might be able to hear some dogs barking in the background. They are mine. <laughs> I do apologize. They and it's, it's not Jen or Katie <laughs> making those noises. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> We haven't turned into any werewolves or anything because <laughs> it wasn't it was a full moon last night. <laughs> Speaking of full moons, the one thing that I loved in this was um the lovely jacket that has tarot card on the back and says yeah. till death. 
that was just amazing. I'd love that Fiona did that. <laughs> we actually just put that one on the website because um, as our regular readers will know, all of the weddings that appear in print will eventually make it onto the website too. And this was actually one that Claire wrote. I love that this couple turned their whole wedding around within 15 weeks. They got engaged wow. at Glencoe. 15 weeks later, they returned to Glencoe with, um, it was all coordinated via We Wild, we Wild Weddings, the collective. So that organized the hair and makeup, the um, celebrant, the photographer. So they're all went on a hike with their hair and makeup artist Leslie, the photographer Sarah, who then became their witnesses, and Claire the humanist married them, but they kept this in a secret the whole way through. They didn't tell anyone that they were off to get married, and it was just so lovely, and then finished with a wee picnic as well, and top tub once they'd actually come back down the hill. I love it, and you know, looking at the pictures, it actually looks like they're in New Zealand, not Scotland. (laughs) You can be very lucky here if you get good weather. You really can. So many Glencoe elopements, and it's all misty and ethereal. And this one is sun splitting the sky, and it looked fabulous. And I think I love her quote where she's like, "Yeah, we decided I just wanted to look like a midsummer sacrifice." Yeah. There was such a sense of fun about this one, and I'm sure Sarah, the photographer, says, "Yeah, like let out a great big wolf cry coming down the mountain." <laughs> so the dogs knew this was coming. They were just preempting the story. <laughs> Wolves do make an appearance. <laughs> yeah, Ross and Kyle coming back down the glen after they were pronounced married. It just sounds so, not relaxing, because obviously getting married is not relaxing, but you know that almost shaking off the the traditional elements, just, you know, to think they didn't have a day that necessarily panned out the way most people's do, like you're waiting in a room, you're coming down the stairs, you know, they did it completely differently. Mm-hmm. And it, there was an element of surprise there too, that often people who are planning wedding dread, you know, they want to plan everything just about you know to a t and Mm. to make sure that everything is covered but actually if you do something like that the elements are are there you know there's so many things that could cause you problems or surprise but actually just to embrace that and say you know what we're getting married today absolutely regardless of what happens over the next couple of hours we know at the end of this day something will have changed and we'll be married now so it's that kind of just embracing the day and just taking taking things as they come I suppose because it could like you say Katie it could have been pouring rain it could have been misty but you know they were blessed with sun and it's just depends it just depends so so much is dependent in Scotland on the weather absolutely absolutely but I think as well, um, you were talking about the, the element of surprise, Jen, and all the things that could have gone wrong too. But I think it's a brave person too who decides, you know what, we're going to do away with any sort of tradition. We're just going to go off and do it, the two of us. So, mm-hmm. um, Absolutely. I, I'm not sure I could have done it, but um, I... I think really, I would have been really stunned alive by my mother if I did <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I know I would. She's already told me, if you ever elope, 
ever. <laughs> you're in big <laughs> trouble. <laughs> I know you're going to be in big, you're going to be grounded, Marley. Grounded. <laughs> I don't care how old you are. <laughs> I think I remember a similar conversation actually with mine. Yeah. <laughs> and to talk about the, the opposite of kind of going and doing things and not having a plan. What about Rachel and Brian who had planned everything beautifully and they feature in the real life wedding, but also their honeymoon as well, which is just a total joy to have like the whole story in the magazine. This, <laughs> well, Rachel this has issue. been our columnist right from the very beginning. Rachel, who I've known for years, and it was so, so good to see them finally get their day because with covid postponements it was a five-year engagement and it was just stunning as i knew it would be i should have everything just planned to the very last detail i say she i know brian was involved in it as well um (laughs) but it's also interesting obviously rachel is huge on social media um and that's her background so it's things like using tiktok for recommendations of where to book in for their honeymoon um down to like well we're gonna have our dinner in this like sort of speakeasy um bar slash restaurant and I think it was Valencia that one was in not in Malta because they did a two-stop honeymoon and I just Mm -hmm. love how much detail went into all the planning Mm. absolutely and didn't she have um someone on the wedding day doing social media for her as well absolutely content creation so basically you could almost kind of if you weren't at Rachel's wedding you could actually just you know get some hints of what was going on yeah kind of as it was as it was unfolding almost and and yeah this is something we've seen a real rise of in the last year or so I think it was Rachel actually first flagged it up to me Mm -hmm. but the idea that someone will come not a photographer not a videographer but someone purely for your social media content creation so that the end of your day you know you've got reels you know you've got TikToks Mm -hmm. ready to be shared from every stage of the day yeah, because like, like you know, gone are the days where, you know, I would sit, if I knew someone was getting married, I'd maybe be checking the Facebook to see whether any pictures had come up. Because the first thing you're thinking is, I wonder if someone will put a picture of them with their mm-hmm. dress on. But you're maybe waiting very late in the day for things like that, because people are having a great time at the wedding and they're not putting things on social media. And also they're maybe thinking, well, I don't want to do it because I don't feel it's my place well, to do that. that. You know, so I don't want to reveal yeah exactly um or just that people are having a fab time and they're not thinking about putting things on Facebook until the next day or the day after but now you know if you've got someone doing that for you you're just kind of like yeah don't don't need to worry about that you can <laughs> you can film away and uh that's all up to you and, and create some lovely reels for me to stick on <laughs> my Instagram like and you TikTok get to take photos when you're having yeah. a really good time or have your phone nowhere near you yeah, and you think, oh, it's been at the bottom of my bag for hours. <laughs> I haven't even looked to see if anyone's tried to get in touch with me. <laughs> but that means you're having a good a good time if, if you're not looking at your phone. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you have got someone who's there covering all the bases. So one of the last things I wanted to ask you guys for today's issue, uh, and it's not something we've covered before, is what do you hope someone will take out of reading this issue? Ooh, that's a nice question. I guess um, for me, it's definitely 
what, what Katie was discussing earlier about that not feeling confined. And I think, you know, having worked on a few issues now, I'm really getting that a lot from celebrants as well, who are saying, you know, think about what kind of day you want to have. Don't think about trying to fit into the box of, well, we need to do this and we have to do that. Think about what kind of day you want to have and then let it kind of flow from there. And, you know, it's again, looking at the people who've asked their mums or their dads mm-hmm. to be involved in their ceremony. Perhaps people wouldn't have thought about doing that like 10 or 20 years ago. They would have thought, oh, I can't, I can't ask my mum to be my bridesmaid. I've mm. got to ask my best friend or I've got to ask my sister, you know, to feel that kind of pressure to do something because that's the way it should be. And I think we're learning more and more that weddings are about the couple now and obviously their family as well, but really trying to put that personal stamp and make sure that they get that sense that they've done what they wanted to do on that day. So when they look back on it, it's not somebody else's wedding, you know, they're not looking at pictures of people and thinking, who were those two? You know, (laughs) what did they do that day? that was so different from every other day of their lives but actually that it's just the culmination of everything about you in that day and how you're going to go on from that as well so I think it's definitely to not feel constrained by tradition but think about how you want to feel that day how you want to look that day what you want your guests to feel that day and kind of work on from there like those emotions that you want to have well that's lovely lovely. (laughs) (laughs) mine is probably more practical mine is just all about the inspiration um so giving people all the ideas like what's trending fashion wise this issue whether you're going statement bows whether you're going for all the glitz we're seeing sparkle coming back in a big way um tartan trues again as i've said but also, well, you could have a, a three-tier cake, you could have a five-tier cake, you can make it look as completely out there as you want. You don't have to have a white wedding cake, you can go all the flowers, all the colour, because um, it was very much a, a colour pop that we mm. went for in one of the looks on the, on the planning decor sheet. So yeah, I just want people to come away and think, well, I haven't considered that venue or I wouldn't have thought of going there to get married. Um, it's not perhaps a traditional hotel. Let's take a look at that buyer. Let's see how we could decorate that old castle chapel mm-hmm. and just really, really showing people all the options that are out there for getting married in Scotland. How lovely. So listeners, you've heard it. Grab a copy of the magazine and use it as inspiration read the stories and make sure that you make your wedding yours thank you so much for talking to us today jen and katie thanks marlene thanks for having us That's it from us on Let's Talk Weddings with your Scottish wedding. Don't forget to listen and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to be featured on next week's story, get in touch with sales at yourscottishwedding.co.uk.